Tickets for Freedom Summit Chicago are on sale now at freedomsummitchicago.com. That's freedomsummitchicago.com. Good morning, Dan and Amy. Coming up on October 3rd, yeah. former Arkansas governor and presidential candidate Mike Huckabee is uh, going to be in town at the Union League Club. He's uh, headlining the Aid for Women 40th anniversary dinner, 40 years of uh, helping uh, women who are in crisis with a pregnancy. Aid for Women is a Catholic uh, crisis pregnancy center, life-affirming pregnancy center I'm affiliated with, and so we're excited to have Mike Huckabee coming to town. Uh, October 3rd, Aid for Women Chicago, if you want to get more information on that dinner and uh, otherwise support the good work that Aid for Women does and uh, the pro-life movement more generally, of course, which uh, Mike Huckabee is a hero of. And coming up right now, we have the aforesaid Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee. Governor Huckabee, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. Good to be with you and Amy this morning, and I'm looking forward to uh, to being in Chicago on October 3rd. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you. And uh, uh, some uh, news out yesterday uh, that I wanted to get your take on. U.S. job openings, 17-year high. Business starts, all-time high. And I wanted to give you the opportunity to thank President Obama for those yeah, accomplishments. going to say. If it weren't for uh, good old Chicago's own Barack Obama, where would we be today? <laughs> I mean, I cannot uh, begin to tell you how grateful I am for the way that his eight years just teed it up. Now, it had nothing to do with the fact that President Trump essentially from day one rolled back and reversed every economic policy uh, that President Obama had uh, championed, like uh, increasing taxes and increasing regulations and trying to put the energy companies of America out of business and making it more and more difficult for our businesses to operate, and, and even to give uh, all kinds of uh, special treatment to, uh, to those who were crashing our economy. Uh, so that's, I, I'm sure, nothing to do with President Trump, at least not if you listen to the major networks. But frankly, and, and all kidding aside, Americans need to be celebrating the fact that the economic policies of deregulation and lower taxes and taking the boot off the necks of businesses has resulted in jobs. And that's the greatest way to fight poverty in the world. Give people a job. Now, were you surprised when President, uh, former President Obama broke protocol and, and spoke on behalf of the Democratic Party? I know the midterm elections are less than two months away, but don't you think somebody else could have and should have delivered that message? You know, Amy, I'm, I'm sure it would have been better, and there's been a long history of uh, former presidents not specifically going after the current president. But, I, I mean, I think we all have to recognize that we're living in a time when there are no rules anymore. There's no uh, sense of propriety. Um, and, and I don't fault him so much that he said something. I understand he disagrees with President Trump. Uh, I'm sure he's a little bit uh, miffed that the president, uh, current president has rolled back uh, almost everything he spent eight years doing. But the other side of that is it gives Americans a great opportunity just to step back, even people who don't like President Trump, and to say, you know, whether I like the guy's personality or not, he's effective. And I say, Amy, he's a lot like the doctor who has been called to, to come do surgery on you. His bedside manner is deplorable. Uh, you know, he's gruff. He uh, can come in and chew out the family for uh, even being in the room. He can be rough on the nurses. And, but the point is he's done the surgery 
1,200 times and every patient has survived. You want that guy doing your surgery or a guy who's only done it three times and all of his patients have died? Uh, I'll take the gruff. Um, I'll be nice and I'll let the doctor do his magic in the operating room. And, and this is a president, whether people like his tweets or like some of the comments that he makes, he's a pretty transparent guy. But the fact is uh, what he does is getting things done and not just for the economic front, but for those of us who are committedly pro-life, this is without doubt the most pro-life president we've ever had ever. And I think those things matter to people like me. What about uh, the uh, Republican party on the Hill, the Republican members of the house and the Senate who have uh, not fulfilled Paul Ryan's promise to defund Planned Parenthood at the federal level uh, after those, uh, uh, David Daleiden undercover videos exposing just exactly who Planned Parenthood is and just exactly what they do, the gruesome work that they do, that uh, despite the investigation headed up by Marsha Blackburn now running for the Senate in Tennessee and all the evidence presented and state-level investigations, Planned Parenthood continues to uh, marshal on underwritten by U.S. taxpayers. Well, any Republican who doesn't actively seek to get rid of uh, the blood money that Planned Parenthood gets and uses to, to kill unborn children. Uh, they should be uh, absolutely defeated. Let somebody come who will do what they say. Republicans promise to defund Planned Parenthood. The fact that they haven't is real, uh, just, I think, a, an incredible uh, scourge upon uh, the Republicans who lied to the voters and they need to go home. You uh, um, obviously are a political observer in addition to being a a former governor, former candidate. How do you feel, speaking of some of the Republicans, some of the Trump successes, but also some of the failures, some of the promises not kept? How do you feel two months out from the midterms? I mean, overall, I think if, if Americans look at this objectively, which many of them won't, but if they did, they would say, why would we put the Democrats back in power? Why would we put Maxine Waters and uh, Nancy Pelosi and Elizabeth Warren in in place? Why would we give them leadership? Because what we know is not only are they going to try to go after this president, but Nancy Pelosi thought that the the tax cuts that gave workers bonuses and pay raises were nothing but crumbs. Well, say that to the families who were able to put better food on their tables, send their kids to summer camp, put money aside for college, add that room on the house that they hadn't been able to do before. Uh, Those aren't crumbs. Those are uh, improvements in life. Uh, take Maxine Waters and her hoping that people will go after folks they disagree with, yelling and screaming at them in public places, and doing to them what happened to my daughter in a small little restaurant in Virginia where just because you have a different point of view, you get run out of public places, and you're not allowed to even have a meal with your family. If that's what people want, then vote Democrat. If you love socialism, if you think it works, and you love what's happening in Venezuela, vote Democrat. But I cannot imagine that rational, thoughtful, intelligent people would look at sort of a tale of two cities and would say, yep, that's what I'd like. Take more of my money, spend it on wasteful things I hate. And in the meantime, uh, let's go back to a place where we're bowing down before foreign leaders rather than having them really afraid of us and uh, changing what they do in dealing with us. Governor Huckabee, how did you find out that your daughter was denied service at that restaurant? Did she call you and tell you what happened? Yeah, we heard about it, uh, you know, pretty soon. And um, 
Of course, then it went public and viral. But the, the real story is a little more intense than what the public has heard. Uh, she had driven from Washington to meet her husband and his family at this restaurant. And they were going to stay in Lexington that weekend because uh, her husband's father had gone to Washington and Lee. And it was kind of a you know weekend with the entire family. And that included the brothers and sisters and all of them. And so when she walked in, the owner was already there. The owner pretended that she was called in by the employees. That's not true. She was already there. When Sarah walked in, the owner went over to her almost immediately, within two minutes, and said, Miss Sanders, may I speak to you? Could you come with me? Well, Sarah thought it was just to say, honored to have you in our restaurant. You know, I mean, that, that, why else would an owner come over? And she immediately looked at her, and the place was all twisted up, and she said, I don't like you. I don't want you in my restaurant. Huh. You don't represent the values that we hold dear in this community. Uh, I don't appreciate the person you work for and what you do, and I would appreciate it if you would leave my restaurant. And Sarah was just stunned. She went over, whispered into her husband's ear, said, uh, I've been thrown out. So he got up and went with her, and he then said to the family, what happened? Well, they got up, and they went down the street. Uh, Sarah and Brian left, period. She was just no longer even having an appetite, wanted to just go back to where they were staying and forget it. So she went without dinner. Um, but the rest of the family went, and this owner of the restaurant, the little red hen or red hen or whatever it's called, walked down the street where they had gone, got on her cell phone, called other people, and then they came down and got out in the street and were yelling and screaming. Finally, uh, one of my son-in-law's, his brother, who is way more liberal than you could imagine, came out and said, Look, I'm probably more liberal than you. I'm not a Trump supporter, but my sister-in-law is a very nice person, and what you're doing is wrong, and it's ridiculous, and you're creating an embarrassing, unnecessary scene. And then, you know, it was just ugly. Now, oh here's the long-term effect. Okay. As you may have read, that entire community now is really battling because its image has been totally destroyed by that restaurant owner, and they're having to spend an enormous amount of money to try to get people to come back because it's had a big negative effect on tourism. That's unfortunate because it wasn't everyone in that community. Uh, but it just shows that when people act selfishly and when they act boorishly and when they act with such hate and bigotry uh, and they bully people, it has an effect not only on their reputation but unfortunately upon the reputation of those around them. Well, that is wow. a that is a, uh, a Paul Harvey quality, and that's the rest of the story. It's uh, <laughs> like a mob mentality. I mean, that's but, scary. That is not, as you said at the outset, that is not anything close to how this was covered by the D.C. press corps. And I'm, of course, not surprised, but those details are really important. Appreciate you sharing that. And, and I just wonder, going back to Sarah, your daughter, how, how she is uh, enjoying her time as press secretary uh, you know, how, how much she confides in you about uh, the uh, good, the bad, and the ugly of her job. Well, she loves the job. She knows that it's an extraordinary privilege to be in the position she's in. Uh, she said to me just the other day, I was in D.C., which I don't go there very often, but uh, she was saying, you know, when I walk into the White House, there's still a sense of awe and wonder of what this place represents. She said, if I ever get at the place where it just is not – uh, real to me, what a privilege it is just to be able to walk in this place. I need to leave. But she has a real appreciation and respect for the president. He treats her wonderfully. 
Um, she really is frustrated with these stories that keep coming out from people like Bob Woodward and Omarosa, bitter and angry people who will do anything and will say anything and will tell any lie. But what is described in these books about how that there's anxiety and they don't trust the president and they are trying to undermine it, she said that is simply not what happens there day in and day out. And it's just very frustrating to those who are in 